Hello and welcome to the Treasured Page podcast. I'm Melanie and this is our quiet crafting space. This is episode 15 and I'm warm and cosy and I'm in my safe, quiet, happy place. However, I have left the craft room this week. (laughs) It happened. I couldn't take it any longer and the call to go and have a look around the shops and go and have a look at the stores that might just might have some interesting junk journaling potential. It was just too much. I was talking about it in the last podcast and that was it. I had the opportunity to go, go and pick up my daughter and there I was, I was right there and I wasn't prepared for it because I had thought I was going to do some filming but it's Christmas time, it's so busy, the shops are full of people, the town is full of people, it was complete madness to even have considered it because of how busy it was but I do remember It is a good time to have a little look because lots of craft things get put out for people and half the time serious crafters have already done their crafting and so what is left is just going to be um, not necessarily snapped up because the serious crafters are, their focus is elsewhere and they have... (laughs) This is this is my this is how my brain works. I might find a bargain. I'm just justifying it, aren't I? Really, I'm sure you could go at any time of year and find a bargain. The fact is that it's secondhand goods, and it's always going to be a bargain. But there's a bargain, and then there's a bargain, isn't it? And we know the difference. We are, have a keen, trained eye to look for these things. Otherwise, we wouldn't be remotely interested in junk journaling. So, if you didn't have that inner magpie (laughs) that um, hunter gatherer instinct within you perhaps junk journaling isn't for you but I have discovered that I do have a little keen eye for those vintage finds or just see value in something where others would just not give a second glance and uh, I wasn't disappointed with my haul. So I have spent less than £9 on everything that I've got. I'm going to take away £3 of that because I also found myself a scarf and that's not for journaling with, although it could be, it's quite pretty. Um, I'm just going to talk you through what I've got. I don't know that it requires a video or anything because I can just talk through what I've got and I'll bring these things out in the video when when the time comes to use them. One of the first things that I found and one of the first places I look for are the books. I do go and head over to the books just in case there's anything really interesting there. I can't say that what I've got is terribly interesting but from a junk journaling point of view I'm always looking for interesting text on pages and not only that something quite nice so when we have a snippet or a teared piece of book page it's really nice to have nice language bouncing off at you if it's English and you can read it so if I see a little snippet of text I I want it to be about something calming and and inspirational and fun. I don't want to have a part of a book that's describing some gruesome murder or something horrible. So I have to be very careful what book I pick up. (laughs) I don't know that this is the right book because it's definitely... 
It's definitely uh, set in the 1840s through to the 1920s. Uh, well, it's a Tom Hardy book, let's say that. But the text within this book, and it's only an old paperback, it's had water damage, so the pages are already crinkly and interesting from um, a crafting artistic point of view. But the text is very small, much smaller than I'm used to when I open up a paperback book I wouldn't expect it to be this fine writing and actually it is really interesting visually to look at the blocks of text and it to be a lot smaller than usual so I liked that because I think some of the pages are coming out anyway the glue is starting to go and that's a really good find the man looked at me as if to say what on earth are you buying here I, I came over with all sorts of things um but there is a method in my madness and I did tell him I was an artist and he said, oh, well, you might be interested in that box over there and it's so important that you mention these things, otherwise you miss them. I might be interested in that box over there. Are you kidding me? I'm excited by that box over there and I don't even know what's in it. So it was all very exciting and over I go to this cardboard scruffy old cardboard box and inside ah artist materials what this is insane this is amazing where did you get this oh somebody just dropped it in two days ago we haven't gone through it yet yes ching ching amazing what's inside well here we go some art tools I've got a lovely wooden hand. In fact, let me get this out of the packet. I haven't even seen it properly myself. It just went straight. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. See, it was turned over, so I didn't see what it was. But I'm just now looking at it. It's a wooden handle, like a nice rosewood wooden handle. And I've turned it over. And it is actually an official Windsor & Newton um painter's trowel a very small little triangular painter's trowel that you would put on maybe oil paints or thicker paints onto a canvas it's a number 24 oh it's beautiful I'm really pleased with that that is the well that to buy is probably 15 to 20 dollars just you know, I'm going to look that up and see how much that is but yeah I mean it's it's a lovely flexible metal tool I can you hear that? I love it. So I'm going to show... Oh, I'm really excited because I didn't know it was as nice as that. I I was excited even I, even if it was just... I thought it was just a cheap one, but it's a really good one, a Winsor Newton. That's a really good artistic make of paints and tools. And then what came with it was two boxes, very small. Sorry, it's a rustly bag here. Let's get everything out of the rustly bag. There we go. So I've got also, this is the best part of my haul, really. Talking about the best bits first here. So I have found six watercolour paints in their tubes and they're totally brand new. They've come in a little box, two little boxes, and they are Terry Harrison's Autumn Shades um, by Dower and Roni artist watercolour paints and inside oh look inside oh wow 
They are three little tubes of watercolour paints, totally perfectly intact. And it says autumn colours, so I've got one in a burnt shadow brown. Autumn gold, beautiful orange, rusty orange colour. And then a sunlit gold, a lovely bright mustard yellow colour. Wow, wow, that's great. And then this little paint palette. Oh, I think I better do a video on this just so you can see it as well. And then in the second box, I've got three greens and same again. Yep, they've never been used. They, oh, maybe this one. Okay, so out of the six, only one has been used or certainly somebody squeezed the tube in the middle and that is country olive country olive green which is a beautiful color that looks like a real moss colored green a midnight green which is a nice deep dark jungle tropical uh, cheese plant you know monstera green plant color and then a lovely lime green a nice bright fresh shoots just coming up the ground green sunlit green Oh, my goodness. How exciting is that? What a find. I can't remember what he charged me for. He just sort of did me a bundle. You know, I took it all up and I said, well, can you do me a deal on that? And he came back with, um, I think it was six pounds for everything. And then the scarf on top as well. Oh, well, the scarf was three pounds. So six pounds for everything. So I've got the... Um, the trowel, the lovely paints, came with a little spray bottle of water that's never been used, so that's useful for the desk. And then I've got two balls of yarn, so I always have a look in the yarn. I can't resist, I can't resist a yarn where it's um, like a fun one, a creative one, a speciality yarn, and this one is a fancy yarn there we go called fancy yarn and it says ocean pom-poms and it's let's see if i can describe it oh yes so the these are fun so we've got the yarn like a string and then interspersing in the string maybe every two inches are these fluffy little pom-poms and they're all in ocean colors so there's a a lovely uh, white um, but ice blue colour then there's a slightly darker blue then it goes into a sea green followed by a more foresty green and then it goes back to the blue tones so it's greens and blues but fun and I think that I could probably dye some of that as well to have browns also for a more grunge look grungy pom-poms well there's a thing <laughs> and then the other yarn I've got is a chunky yarn it's called snowdrops and it is yarn that has little tiny tiny pom-poms all the way through it it's a textured yarn and I love things like that for when I wrap up parcels or if I'm sending anything off as a swap or a giveaway or a happy mail it's nice to just finish off the little parcel with a bit of fancy yarn and it's always nice for my junk journaling reciprocants to receive because they can then use that yarn to add to their tags and I've had a lot of compliments over the years when I've sent things off like that because it's so useful to use in other parts of your projects. And then the other thing I got, a great big bundle 
of cards. So people put out the greeting cards in baskets, but these ones, I haven't had a chance to go through them all. I just grabbed the pack, um, but they are all images from um, 1825 to 1899, so the 1800s. Now, the, that they're prints, um, but they are vintage, so they would have been, I would guess, something that you could have bought maybe in the 70s. And um, yeah, they are, so they're vintage, and then they depict images from the 1800s which is really, really cool. So this one is beautiful because it, it is, they're all of the countryside. So children playing on a farm and, the, you know, they're nice watercolour paintings and oil paintings. 14 lovely artist cards, all in watercolours and beautiful images from 1800s of children and... Um, Nice scenes of ladies walking in fields and just pretty uplifting pictures depicting countryside and farmland and seaside and um, digging for things on the sand. Just pretty imagery that uh, reminds you of a nice summer's day or a holiday. Those sort of lovely images that we all just feel safe and comforted by. So that's that's great. I was really pleased to find those. And then I found a birthday card depicting this beautiful tea rose on the front, but it's in an, a Japanese style. So it's been pan painted. It's a print of it's just a birthday card, but I just love the image. And I think that I could do something with that. And I thought that that was really nice. And again, it's a vintage one, something that you would have perhaps bought back in the 80s. But it is just really, really lovely. Um, so I was pleased with all of that. So I've got a book, I've got 15 cards and then I've got some labels. So the other thing to look for is stationery. So if you're looking for things in the stationery section, you might be lucky enough to find adhesive labels that are used for sticking on envelopes with the address. So address sticky labels are perfect because we can paint them. So what I might do is use my watercolour paints that I've just found and put some different textures of using the paints onto the label stickers. And this seems like a whole pack, but only half a sheet was used. And that was a pound. And it says 21 labels per sheet. And there are 10 sheets in a pack. So that was very cool. I don't know how much they would be to buy, but um, I wouldn't say that he was the cheapest with some of his stationery things. It was funny. It was the stationery stuff that I've got the labels, I've got some sticky circles as well for 50p and then I've got some hammered card, A4 hammer, hammered card for printing on but beautiful also you could do watercolour and things like that and some matching envelopes and it was the stationery that cost the most amount of money. That's where the hunt, the bargain hunt comes in because it's just what other people put a value on and what they don't. And so what's valuable to me, a tube of watercolour paint at £6 each, um, he didn't 
seem to understand that. So either he hadn't looked at it properly and realised that really he should have been charging me more. And I, and to be honest, I didn't even know what I was getting. It was just all in a in a bag you could couldn't really see through. Um, I saw that it had the tool and maybe a couple of boxes, and it looked like there was only one paint in each. Perhaps he thought the same. But now, in further investigation, I've realised I've ended up with quite a high value. Um, you know, haul there of all of that. And uh, I thought, pooh, six pounds, that's a bit much for some old paper and a couple of paints. But it, there's a lot here. And then two balls of yarn, a spray bottle. And then that's only half of it. <laughs> then the other thing I found, if you have a look in the handbag section, you might find things that are for jewellery, to keep jewellery in. And I found this little... In autumn colours, quite nice, not not unpleasant sort of uh, fabric with f uh, florals on it. And when I open it up, you could put your jewellery in there. There's two pockets inside and there's a place to hang bracelets and rings with a poppered up area uh, for sliding in rings and things. <clears throat> So I think when you're looking for things, yeah, do have a look for handbags and, and little bits and bobs. It's, it's, it's often so inexpensive to buy a pouch or a pocket that you could then go and store some of your things in. But on this occasion, it's for jewellery, this, this pouch that I've got here. And I just think that that's really useful if I want to go away for a weekend or if I want to move to another room and take some things with me. The little popper uh, strip in the middle, which would... If you were going away for a weekend, you could put your rings or bracelets or things like that on. Um, <laughs> I've thought, well, maybe I could use that. And you might even have these things because I'm sure I've got a couple in my in my um, possession anyway that I would use if I went on holiday. I would put uh, my makeup and I would put my jewellery in one of these jewellery roll bags or pouches. And I think mine does have a little popper area where you can pop up and and it's just a strip and the strip will fit the ring and sometimes they're padded and you can have your bracelets ne necklaces and things put on there you could even poke um, earrings through and put the backing on the other side but I was just thinking I think I could stack some washi tape on there and I'm looking at it in a completely different frame of mind thinking, oh no, I wouldn't put bracelets on there. I would put washi tapes on there and then this pocket, oh, that would house my scissors and this side I would have my scrap papers and stickers and embellishments could go on the left and then I'd have my bone fold on my scissors and my glue on the right and the whole thing would just tie up with with a, some ribbon on the side and I was just really pleased with it and I thought that's great and it didn't cost very much money obviously it's second hand so I'm just going to throw it straight in the wash and then if I want to embellish it further I will but also at the bottom the bottom of the tub where he had all these purses uh, were some loose buttons it's it seems inevitable that I find these loose buttons, but these ones were very, very beautiful. Um, I've got five buttons and they're all mother of pearl, original, beautiful. They they obviously came off of some very nice garment 
and yeah, they are a really lovely find. So five five mother of pearl, large buttons, all glistening and shining with the iridescent quality of pinks and turquoise and uh, just that sunshine yellow. I can see the blues, the aquas, all just dancing off on one side and then on the other side. It's a natural shell and they have been lacquered or varnished and they are quite shiny, but they're absolutely stunning. And I think, well, you know, that's great because he just thought I was bonkers and they were free anyway. Uh, I said, oh, I've just put them in there. I found some loose buttons and they think, oh, what is she doing? <laughs> I said, well, I'm an artist uh, and I just I like to do crafts. He goes, oh, you might like what's in that box and then that's when I discovered the paint set as well so yeah I've ended up with um, a few lovely buttons and then the best thing is I had a look in the cabinet near the till that's where they keep all the jewellery and I found this wonderful necklace so it's a costume jewellery piece but it is absolutely laden with charms and he gave me that for two pounds, one pound fifty, two pounds. And I'm just trying to read the label of where it came from. Oh, it's OK. It's from Next. So that's a fashion shop in in the UK here. And um, honestly, there's a lovely chunky chain to it. It's from a style that we perhaps would have had in the 90s. And um, it's just got some vintage style charms on there. So I'm just going to talk you through those. So it's got two beautiful uh, jade green beads, which have got a filigree type um, patterning on them. They're beautiful little flowers that are enameled. So it is actually an enameled beads here that look like they are from China with that lovely Chinese style. So there are one, two. So there's four of those lovely enameled beads. Then there's some other like semi-precious crystal beads, but they're not them. They're, they're glass. I think they're glass. Oh, no, they could be plastic, but they're they're interesting looking. And then there's some lovely metal charms. I've got one big heart and one little heart and they're puffed, puffed up metal in brass. So the whole thing has got brass charms on it with enamel work on it. I was just really pleased. Just lovely because I know that these will look great in a journal uh, just to swing off things. And there's little coins. I'm thinking I, I'm missing one. So one has been lost, which is probably why the necklace has been given away so there yeah there it is missing a couple of things so you would you would put it in the category of broken jewelry but I can see the one that it's missing because it would be uh, similar to the one on the other side and it's just a very very that one isn't the exciting one that's just like a little drop bead so it's just lost one little drop bead and otherwise everything's here but from what I would do with it is I would be taking this apart anyway. And I, I think we'll do a video on this because it's so beautiful. In fact, I think I've just found it. Oh, look, I haven't lost anything. The previous owner has put it on. She's hooked it on. Oh, so it's not it's not broken then. It's just 
been repositioned. Oh, well there, it could be worn, but it's actually quite heavy and chunky and it isn't my style. I'm probably not anyone's style at the moment, um, but it's definitely got some interesting things. So it's of a Victorian age anyway. And then I've also found a brooch as well, which is um, a very old junk journaly fine just an old brooch a little bit damaged but it's got a lovely patina it's got a beautiful intricate flower arrangement there's something about it. it's quite nice looks like it might scrub up and look okay and I thought I could add that onto a journal front so yeah I've done really well with my haul so along with the postcards the books the paints the pouch that I found the two balls of yarn I've got this wonderful necklace with most beautiful charms all on it in a Victorian style but it's not it's a modern necklace but uh, costume jewellery junk jewellery but it comes with these beautiful beads one of which is really big and some brass style beads that I think would look absolutely fantastic off of a great big chunky paper clip they could really look good hanging out the the side of a journal and I've got beads that I will take apart and maybe add to the centre of my signatures and it's interesting they're different because they've come from a unique piece of jewellery or certainly something that is not available to go and buy now so if anybody wants to go and buy charms now then we'll all have the same but if you're looking for any vintage finds or junk shop finds and some of this is it's not really vintage but it's retro and it's of it's of an older style so even though it's retro it is depicting beads and things in the style of the Victorian era which is perfect if you're doing a Victorian journal and then the mother of pearl beads and buttons are great and I've got some pale pink ones as well which well that'll come into something else another time but for the money that you pay and the time you spend is enjoyable anyway and as long as you speak to people you you'll manage to get the fines so there we go guys that's my haul that was my excitement of this week do have a look and go through your own broken jewelry and um just go through your own jewellery boxes and see if there's anything in there that you would repurpose and maybe you'd like to take some of those beads off of a necklace that is just too big, bit bit flamboyant, you bought for a special one-off occasion and you're not really going to be wearing it again. Could you take those beads and swinging charms or anything a little bit interesting and repurpose them onto paper clips and make paper clips for your journal? So have another look at what you've got in your jewellery boxes and buttons that come free with garments that may be hanging up and you hadn't sort of realised that there's a little spare button on a ticket and you you know, you're not going to lose the button because you may not want to wear it. You you could take the button if you if you like the buttons. <laughs> if buttons is your thing. Has anyone got any jewellery or any old things? Have you got a sister or a daughter or a good friend that would be only too pleased to offload some of their costume jewellery that they no longer wear and is there anything interesting in there that you could repurpose? Have a look at that uh, when you're connecting in with family over the next month and just see if anybody's got anything that they wouldn't mind passing on for a fun jewellery encrusted journal that you might want to add to your journaling little 
fun beads just to hang off the side or the bottom or sew onto a piece of fabric. So I was really pleased with all of that. I hope that that's been of interest listening to uh, what I get up to. Um, and I'll be back on Monday with some more talk from the craft room. And if anybody, if you'd like to head on over and go and have a look at the YouTube videos, if you haven't already seen them, you can always leave me a little message of an update about the podcast, anything you'd like me to talk about, a topic that you'd be interested to hear more on. Or if you would like to ask any crafty questions, we can have a go through some of those and I'll, and I'll share with you how I tackle some of these things and approach my process on how I start creating a page and just taking inspiration from what's around us and occasionally popping out just for a new inspiration to see what's in the stores is always a bit of fun isn't it and as long as you leave yourself with a, a little budget of what to go and spend and be really discerning about what you bring back make sure that you've got a good idea of the craft you could do with the item before you go and buy it yeah, you would enjoy that especially if there's um some craft markets coming up and uh yeah have a go and see what you can find especially if you're starting out and you don't have much in your crafting kits you can definitely find some interesting little treasures out there okay guys so thank you very much for listening and above everything else just slow down and make crafting time for you bye bye now mm-hmm.